Hello everyone, really looking forward to spending the next 20 minutes with you. Um, hope your lockdown is still going okay, whatever that looks like for you. For us, we've been video calling the different things still, and we met up with some friends we haven't seen for a really long time. And in our conversation with them, we realised that actually we are really quizzed out. We have done so many quizzes online that I think our head is full of general knowledge questions and answers, and we've probably come out of this probably one of the most intelligent nations um, across the world. And um, so in terms of things like that, well, I wonder what you've been talking about as you've been video calling and texting. Here's just a couple of questions uh, that are different that you might just want to ask some different people and some friends. Here's the first question. What film best describes some of your friends and some of your family? You could maybe text them or something like that. What film best describes some people that you know? I asked my wife this question, and the first thing, it came to mind really quickly, quite worryingly, actually. The first answer she came up with was gone in 60 seconds. Purely because whenever anything needs washing up or cleaning needs to happen, I am gone in 60 seconds. I'm out of the house trying to find something different to do conveniently. Maybe another question is this, what is the best film that describes your last meal? Your last meal. Maybe it was frozen. Maybe it was so bad that it consider, you're considering the film Endgame because it just was that horrible. Or maybe that you had a curry or some beans and the film Backdraft comes to mind, whatever that might be. Maybe ask some questions around your family, your friends, and text them out. And um, next time you're on a video chat, um, something to talk about. But I want to uh, carry on by asking one more question. I wonder what film best describes how you're feeling at the moment. So what film best describes how you are feeling at the moment? When I consider that film, one comes to mind straight away. It's a great film called Inside Out. Inside Out is a film about a young girl called Riley, and um, she's faced with the unknown. She's faced with change. And that changes that she's moving from Minnesota over to San Francisco. And the film is about how, um, how she copes with the challenge, how, um, how she handles her emotions. The emotions are, are brought up into characters like fear and anger and disgust and joy and all these different things. And it's such a brilliant film um, in describing how emotions work going into the unknown. And so that got me thinking, and I'd love to spend the next 15 minutes, 20 minutes, talking about going into the unknown and our emotions, how our emotions might react to some of that, and also how um, our foundations in God are so important at times like these. Having trained and worked as a professional coach, I know these things apply to most of us at different times, and maybe all of us, um, right at this moment in time. But I also know in my own experience as a Christian, my own faith in God and in Jesus, that faith and that trust brings me foundations that I will find nowhere else. They bring me strong foundations to be able to go forward into the unknown in a different way than what I would have if I didn't have this faith and trust and actually a good relationship with God. Also, my Christian belief and experience tells me that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And when you consider how we work physically and mentally and emotionally, you realise that we are brilliantly, incredibly designed. 
Throughout the Bible, as you read from the Old Testament to the New Testament, you see how emotions and, and how people work them and, and how they affect people just play such an important part even in the Bible. And also when we see and read the life of Jesus, we recognise Jesus himself experienced emotions like fear, joy, loss, lots of different things along the way. But we also don't just read that he experienced them, we read how he responded himself. And so what we're going to do, we're going to look at a couple of areas of what Jesus said to us, and we're going to learn how we responded, and also some of the, some of the fundamental elements of, of how we can look into the unknown with, um, with faith and with strength. What I'd love to read from first then is Jesus' words that we find in Matthew 7, verse 24 through to 27. And in this, we see that Jesus tells us to build well, And he asks us to consider the foundations that we build our life on. Here's what he says. Everyone then who hears hears these words of mine and and does what they say will be like wise men who built their house on a rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against the house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. What Jesus is saying here is that those that listen to the words of Jesus, but also put them into practice. It's like they're a house built on solid rock. So his words bring such a strong, firm foundation to us that we are able to stand. And in contrast to that, Jesus said, and anyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who builds his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against the house and it fell and great was the fall of it. So in contrast, what Jesus is saying, those people that hear his words but don't do anything about it are like people that build their house on the sand. It offers some sort of foundation, but it's really not strong enough to deal and cope with the different storms of life as they come. And so as we face the unknown, as we look at the unknown, what can we learn from what Jesus is saying? And does it actually apply to us today? Yes, it definitely does apply to us, but what does it mean? Jesus, as he's talking to us, is raising awareness about who we are, the core elements of our beliefs, the core elements of what makes us make our choices, all these different things. Jesus raises awareness of how they're built. And he raises a challenge and says, for those that would hear my words and do something with them, What you will find is these words place in you values and strengths and core beliefs that help you stand in a lot stronger way than you would have if you didn't have them. It means that in times of the unknown, it might be for you that your your job situation is unknown to me. It might be for you that health, family, maybe you've experienced loss, Maybe you're not sure where your finances are at the moment. It means that in times of the unknown, what Jesus is saying is, if you listen to my words and put them into practice, these will offer you a strong foundation on which to stand so that you can face the unknown with a lot different perspective. Go forward with more strength. Go forward with things deep within who you are that you can stand on. What are these words? What are the kind of things that Jesus said? The first most fundamental thing that Jesus said that we need to hear 
and maybe do something about, or definitely do something about, is this. Jesus' words, his whole life message, his main central life message is this. God loves you. And that Jesus himself came to live, die, and raised, was raised again, his resurrection, so that we could come to know God and have a relationship with him. That's the core fundamental, the first bit, the starting point of the words that we need to hear Jesus on and be challenged to do something with. That's the first step in standing on strong foundations because we come into a relationship with God. So building well. Let's talk a bit more and unpack a bit more of what Jesus is talking about, about that whole foundation idea. It's this, that when we come into relationship with God, we get to know who God is. We get to understand the core, some such strong attributes of who God is, that that relationship that we have in him, with him, we begin to be able to put our faith and our trust in him. It's like these core attributes become principles upon which we can stand. Let me give you some of these things, what they are. Some of the attributes of God. Some of these things that our relationship with him can actually bring us because we put our trust in him. Things like this. God is unchangeable. God is timeless. God is omnipotent, which means he's all-powerful. God is omniscient, which means he's all-knowing. God is pure love. God is pure grace. God is pure justice, is pure wisdom, he is holy, and he is 100% faithful. The thing that gives us the strength in our foundations is the attributes of God. We can trust him fully because he is 100% faithful, all-knowing on all these different attributes that I've just listed. God is 100% faithful, so for me, I invite God into my unknown along with me because I can trust in him because of who he is. It brings a foundation to my life which flows through all that I am, including my emotions. And at a time of the unknown where emotions are up and down and you don't know what's what, and sometimes they kind of feel really quite intense, when I go back to my foundations and I stand on them and I say, no, I have a God who knows exactly what's going on, that brings a certain strength to me. It helps calm me. It takes time to get to know God. It takes time to get to know these attributes through the Bible and different experiences and we grow in these things as we grow in our relationship with God. But why do they hold us so firm? Why do they hold us so firm in the unknown, these different attributes of God? And it's this. The first thing is they bring us a huge amount of security. Let me just read directly off of my bit of paper at this point. Huge amount of security. Regardless of external change and the unknown, these attributes of God will never change. We know that time and time again, these attributes will always be there and can be trusted, giving us an immovable core by which we see the future with a very different perspective. Because of who God is, that gives us security. What about guidance? 
What do these attributes and our firm foundation bring us towards guidance? We can stand apart from our emotions, from our initial life responses, situations and circumstances. We are not directed by our circumstances, but we are directed by our principles founded on his unchangeable attributes. What about wisdom? Having a God-centred life in this way helps you become more proactive and you also seek to serve others. You can go forward differently. And also your ability to act goes way beyond your own resources, which causes you to be a lot more interdependent, firstly on God, your foundation, but also interdependent on people around you. But what does this look like genuinely in practice? We're going to look at a bit of Jesus' life now, real life, of when he was faced with something really intense and he felt emotions and he went forward. What can we learn from that? There was a bit in Matthew 26, 36 to 46, where Jesus shows really practically what this looks like. In this moment in Matthew 26, Jesus is faced with a huge amount of stress. He's just about to go on to be crucified and he's going to be handed over by Judas. All this stuff's happening and um, a certain amount that he knows, but a certain amount he doesn't know because he's never been there before. And then what you find is Jesus in great stress in the Garden of Gethsemane to the point where he sweats blood. He's experiencing intense fear. Intense fear. I'd love to spend just a couple of minutes looking at emotions, looking at what they are, and then come back to how Jesus responded to his intense fear. Let's spend a minute looking at what emotions actually are. There are messages from the brain signalling that we are either faced with a threat or faced with something that is going to help us feel good or something that's going to feel right with us. So when we're faced with a threat, we actually experience things like um, fear or stress or anxiety. And normally when we experience something like that, we either run away or we actually want to stand and fight and kind of do something in terms of that kind of feeling. When we're faced with something that looks good and feels like it's going to be a reward, then um, we interpret that as happiness, joy, gladness, and we look forward to it. And actually, we normally run towards that kind of thing. So our emotions are messages from the brain signaling that we either face a threat or a reward. Emotions are normal. Absolutely normal. Everyone has them, but everyone's different. So that means that we can all be in the same room face the same thing, but so many of us can be feeling differently about it. That's absolutely normal and absolutely fine, and it's really not a weakness. So if during this lockdown other people are feeling differently to you, that's okay, absolutely normal. There's no such thing as a good or a bad emotion. They all try to communicate something to us, but some just feel better than others. And it's also healthy and good to acknowledge emotions and listen to them, and work out and how best to respond to them. Let me give you a couple of examples. Um, maybe in the past you felt something that's quite fearful and you feel fearful now, and um, you're really worried that you'll end up feeling as bad as you did back then, so you become fearful about the fear that you had back then. This is the kind of stuff that can actually happen. And so what do you kind of do with that? How do you handle that kind of thing, just really practically? Um, it's, uh, the first thing, I think, is just talking a bit of truth about the situation. If you're fearful about feeling the same as something you did in the past, 
But actually, the truth is you're in a new situation and a new moment, and um, you have a new opportunity to go forward differently. And so just because something's happened in the past doesn't mean to say it's going to happen the same again. Now, another thing, this, this is something that I kind of um, pull myself up on at different times, um, is that you're dwelling on a certain aspect that you're worried about and you're imagining lots and lots of different outcomes and things and you begin to feel the fear, emotional fear, based on something that you're imagining that's further down the line. So at that time, I tell myself to stop. I tell myself to look at it rationally for a minute and just think, but I'm not even there yet. I don't even know what the outcome's going to be. So I physically tell myself to stop. I'm not there yet. I don't need to think that way. And normally I just go out for a run and try and do something positive for myself. So it's good to try and recognise these emotions and do something with them and handle them in a good way. This leads me there, just a couple of bits about emotions, but this leads me on just to round up and we can see how Jesus handled his fear and what we can learn from it. First thing is this, Jesus felt that fear, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, he really genuinely felt it. He knows what it's like to be us. God knows what it's like to be us. But I'd love to say that fear doesn't necessarily mean there's a lack of faith. Otherwise, we're saying Jesus didn't have faith. Sometimes fear doesn't mean a lack of faith at all. It's an emotion that tells us we're facing something that's a threat to us. The bit where faith comes into it is in our response. You can feel the fear. That's normal. That's fine. But faith comes in our response to how we are feeling. And we can learn something brilliantly from Jesus at this moment in time. Jesus' responses to his situation was this. He went to his Father in heaven and prayed. And here's what he said. Take this situation from me, yet not what I will, but as you will. Jesus is faced with a hard, difficult situation. But he prays to his God and said, I want it taken from me, but if this is your will for me, I will still go forward. Jesus entrusted his very life and future into the hands of his father. At a time of huge emotional distress, he was able to, be, he was able to because his life was built on such strong foundations like what we were talking about a moment ago. Jesus had built well. And at this point, we really see that he's practising what he'd preached earlier on in his life. We can clearly see that though he felt emotions, he was able to handle them. His emotions didn't dictate his response. His foundations dictated his response. Because as we know, he felt this, but he still went forward. He was fearful, but he went on to do what God was asking him to do. Can we have a relationship with God similar to what we hear about in the Bible? Can we put our faith and our foundations in God, in a way that Jesus challenges us to. We definitely can. If this is something that you're interested in finding out more, then why don't you email us at hello at kings1066.org and we would love to talk to you more about that. Can we know God and experience these foundations for ourselves? Yes, we can. I'm going to do a really quick roundup. Jesus tells us to build well. We build well by listening to his words and doing something with them. When we do, they bring some core foundational principles into our life in our relationship with God so that in that relationship we begin to understand that because he is all-knowing, 
He's all-powerful. He's always there. He's pure love, pure wisdom. All these different things that make God God. When we have this relationship and put our faith and trust in him, they become the foundation on which we stand. And then in the Garden of Gethsemane, we see that Jesus clearly experienced emotions. But how he responded was, he felt it. But then he went, in his faith, he went on those foundations to his Father in heaven and said, I trust you with my full life in going forward. And though I feel all these different emotions, I know that I can put my firm trust and foundation in you, and you will help me go forward. Here's what I pray for us in this time of the unknown that you will continue to grow in your understanding of who your Father is in heaven and that the unchanging nature of who he is will continually bring you a firm foundation upon which you can go forward and make great, wise choices. I pray that God would help us all as we practically find different ways in how we handle the effects and how we handle our emotions in the immediate. I pray that it will help us be creative and aware of our emotions so that we can listen to them. And I pray that in the unknown that we, we might be facing at the minute, that in some way that unknown will bring us growth in the middle of a huge amount of challenge. We're going to go over now to the boiler room. We're going to hear from Alwood and Rosie, who are over in the Philippines. And after we've heard from them, we're going to continue the service by just spending a few moments praying. Thanks for listening and um, hopefully I will see you again at some point.